The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it was a disgraceful performance and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the Crickets podcast where we will be recapping um, the micro session that we had on the fourth day of this third test between England and India from Headingley. Um, Ross, the day started w- with the game somewhat in the balance. Uh, me and Dan last night on the podcast, uh, we said England was 75% favourites, but we, we didn't write in- India off. We said, you know, they've got a 10, 15% shot at this game, maybe. Um, we're now talking at one o'clock, which is the scheduled lunch break. The game is over. England have won by an innings and a bunch of runs. Uh, it's pretty incredible. Um, what's your initial reaction before we get into loads of details and, and, and all the messages and stuff? Um, what a performance. Like, I think there's no way around it. Like, the People can be really quick to kind of criticise kind of Indian batting, England batting, kind of what people build podcasts on, right? Just criticising <laughs> stuff like that. But actually, sometimes teams just are up against it. India were up against it, regardless of how good yesterday went for them. And England's, what, third third string bowling lineup with Anderson um, kind of did the business big time. And like Robinson has now well, secured his place in this England team for, for ages. They're not going to be dropped anytime soon. <laughs> um, I thought Craig Overton did brilliantly coming in as well. Um, yeah, it was just a phenomenal bowling performance this morning. And um, sometimes you have to hold your hands up and say they were better than you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm Jack Ho. should have introduced myself, by the way. Um, my name's down there. That was Ross Legg. Um, the other thing we normally do at the top of the show, Ross, is give some messages to our listeners. Do you want to quickly reel through those? Yes. Um, thank you, first and foremost, for the Indian fans who are tuning in, because we know how difficult sometimes it is when a loss is there. And um, well, I mean, we've only got 13 people watching this at the moment. And <laughs> yeah, yesterday it was 400. So a um, bit of a difference. Uh, we are sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. Um, if you need a brand new cricket bat, then definitely go there and use the code TCP25 and you get 25% off. Um, you should also like this video, subscribe to this channel um, and follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, you should absolutely do all of those things. Uh, let's quickly recap the day then. Um, India started uh, effectively two for minus 139, um, which was a difficult situation to be in. But in their favour, they had a Virat Kohli who was settled at the crease in the 40s. They had Shiteshwar Pajara, who looked like he'd rediscover some of his old uh, belligerent verve, uh, if you like, who, who was set on 91. Um, we, we said on the show yesterday, the last time, 
or the only time that Pajara has been not out overnight in the 90s. He went on to make 203 not out, uh, also against England. So it, it looked as though the day would be set up to be quite interesting. Um, the obvious caveat to, to that setup, though, was that India would have to make it through the new ball, um, which meant there was a lot of pressure on Anderson and, and, and Robinson, like a lot of pressure for them to, to get the early breakthroughs, to dismiss at least one of Kohli and Pajara, uh, to get England um, going, really, because they'd been, they'd been hard. It had been really hard work on Wednesday. Pajara had made them work very, very well. They, they put a lot of overs into the bowlers, I mean, and it didn't look like wickets were going to come easily. Um and initially, uh, India were. They did hold up. The first few overs of the day, um, it, 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 well, the first 3.3, 3.2 overs of the day, uh, it, it passed without too much of a challenge. And then Pajara Ross, um, two, they'd added two to their overnight score, I think, India. Uh, and he, he padded up to a straight one. Um, and, and that sort of kicked things off. Do you want to, do you want to talk about the Pajara moment? Because it was given not out on the field, which is a pretty stunning decision <laughs> on reflection. Well, there's um, there's something beautiful around someone doing that sometimes. And like the, like Pajara yesterday was playing some good shots. I thought. I mean, Jack, you absolutely hate watching Pajara back, which I find hilarious. Um, I don't actually like, hate it. I just find it a bit boring. It's like Alistair Cook. I don't never really enjoyed watching Alistair Cook back. Uh, it was just a thing that happened um, for, for a long time. <laughs> Thirteen. I know it's good. Runs. I know yeah. it's good, but I'm not like oh, all those great Alistair Cook innings I want to rewatch. He's not like a Peterson, is he? He's on the other end of the scale, but. Yeah, carry on. That's fair. So I think um, I think when it comes to Pajara, that he's kind of got the air of um, you know like Courtney Walsh, Steve Smith. You know, kind of when they leave the ball, and he kind of does weird things, kind of down the track a little bit, and all that kind of stuff. And leaving that one, I just didn't understand it. Like he knew yesterday he was good at leaving the ball. He was good at defending. That one, he just I, I don't know what what kind of he just had a momentary lapse. He kind of he turned into. I don't know, he turned into Bumrah down the end of the order, just being just like, oh, okay, this would this be fine. Like a genuine number 11, just like completely misreading it. Um, but again, good ball, put it in the right area, ask the question. Um, but it was monumentally sh- silly batting from Bajara and then a terrible decision by the umpire. Um, yeah, it's just ultimately, I don't know, after battling all day yesterday, he must have gone to bed thinking, I'm finally back. I'm finally the Bajara <laughs> that I know I can be. And um, it blows it big time. Yeah, it was a, it was a little bit of a blow. Um, I, I I thought from Pajara, um, that brought uh, who did it bring? Rahani to the crease. Um, but before he could get going, uh, India had lost another wicket, and this time it was the big one. Virat Kohli. Uh, we sent a tweet, uh, I think, on like uh, Thursday evening, saying that the, the stage was set for an absolutely useless. Virat Kohli century and um, he made it to 50 I think he's got now 26 50s 27 hundreds so uh, based on that math there was a more than 50% shot he was going to make the ton uh, until Ollie Robinson um, snicked him off too um, and I, I think it was about then in the game that I thought we were watching something quite special from for Robinson and Anderson I mean Anderson obviously had uh, or thought he had Kohli uh, snicked off behind uh, but it turned out that Kohli hit his, his own pad. And and um, even though he started walking off, he did realise that actually he hadn't hit the ball. It would have been so funny if he'd gone off, <laughs> um, having not been out. But there, yeah, it was just after, you know, it was after that Kohli dismissal that I thought, well, I thought the game was over, to be honest, um, as soon as Kohli was out. Uh, but I also thought we were watching something quite special from Robinson. I don't know if you, you shared similar thoughts at that point. Yeah, I think um, I think you compared him to uh, Glenn McGrath earlier in this series, Jack. 
And like t- today was that bit where you used to see Glenn McGrath just come in, hit the spot, hit the spot, and do just just enough with the boy. Like the, his in swing is absolutely hoop. But like mm. the ones that kind of are getting the wickets are the ones that kind of seem in and just gently kind of seem seem away. And he just looks like he looked every single part a Test player. And you, you yeah. put it on the WhatsApp group saying that we, he should have been playing for England a year ago. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I mean, England, yeah, as we said a few times, they're absolutely stacked when it comes to seeing bowling. So I don't think, you know, Chris Wokes is a pretty good bowler to have at home. Um, Broad's not a bad, bad replacement. Uh, with Joffre Archer bowling last year and the year before. So it's, it's uh, look, there's, some, there's some pretty serious competition there. I mean, if they're all fit and firing, you'd have to think that Arthur Anderson Robinson is the next name down as the, in the seam bowling department at the moment. Uh, above, well, you know, Wood, Archer, Broad. Um, I think he's, he's, he's skipped the next little trio, yeah. if you like. Certainly Curran, um, probably Wokes, um, which is pretty incredible considering he, he made his debut uh, five tests ago. And then we thought that maybe he'd be, be, be gone from the team for, for the long term. Uh, for, uh, for reasons unrelated to cricket, but um, serious, serious reasons uh, nevertheless. Um, so from there, you know, Coley's out. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not so good at the reverse maths. I think India are about 120 behind at this point. Um, mm. Rahani's out two runs later. Pant uh, is out um, with the score on 239 as well for just one. Um, terrible Rahani, shot. Terrible shot. Rahani, you know, so you, the more I see him in this series, the more I think maybe he's past the peak at which he can be useful in test cricket and maybe they need to start looking. Uh, I mean, everyone's Surya Kumar Yadav's in the squad, isn't he? Agarwal's in the squad. Possibly one of those two could come in um, or possibly, I think, Shreyas Iyer in, in, in the longer term. Um, but I, I don't know if there's much rope left for Rahani at this point. But Pant, yeah, Pant was weird, wasn't he? I don't know if you want to talk about that or have you got a point on Rahani? I do have a point on Rahani. I mean, he obviously did amazing in Australia took over the reins after he ran out Coley in that test match <laughs> and then uh, hit a century. Um, and there is a bit where after one test match, so you're allowed, you can have a bad game, right? It's difficult mm. to bat in England. In the last test match, without Rahane's contribution, where he got batted for ages, built up that partnership, they wouldn't have been in that position. So there is that yin and yang of it, right? There is that bit where you have to sometimes take the rough with the smooth. And yes, it was a diff- difficult conditions today. Um, but I think everyone going, oh, it's time for massive change in this in this lineup. Well, I mean, I think Rahani, Rahani, this season, this year, Ross, ten Test matches, seventeen innings, three hundred and fifty-eight runs, a higher score of sixty-seven, an average of twenty-one, no hundreds, two fifties. He'd be dropped. Team. He'd be dropped from the England team if that's <laughs> like that. He should be probably shouldn't be playing for India. Uh, or they should look elsewhere. I'm not saying you know, final nail in the coffin. See you later, mate. For good, but uh, you'd think in conditions yeah. that he historically hasn't batted that well in averages twenty seven in England. Um, maybe just take him out the firing line. Um, yeah, and- I, I, I can get on board with that, and I, and I, I, I like Agarwal. I think Agarwal's a great player, and I think um, I think you suggesting kind of Shreyas Iyer is also a nice suggestion. Um, I'm not sure Yadav's position is the is the guy who comes in for him. He's a real stroke maker in that area. And I'm not sure yeah. that's how Coley like Coley Coley can try and bat the way Coley does because of the people around him. I don't think you can have numerous players, especially when you've got Pant batting at six or seven. You can't well, have yeah, yeah. Pure it's like when England tried through. to put um Bairstow in at number three for a while, or Stokes in at number three. So you can't you you have to think about 
some of the roles that you're asking yeah, people yeah, to play you've here. Got, you've, <laughs> got to have the, you've got to have the ballast in the team to kind of keep it balanced. That's And, and I think Rahane, that that's his role. So if, if and India have had good success, right? They've had good success in that approach. Um, but yeah, if there is a time yeah. for a change, two, two, two games left in England, it might be the way to do it. I, I mean, I would absolutely love to see Shreyas Iron in, in the long term. I think he's an excellent player. He's, he's got that bad shoulder injury, or he had that bad shoulder injury, which I think meant that he sort of fell out of contention for this big trip to England, bearing in mind that India have been here for ages. And, um, you know, the, you don't necessarily want to take someone on, on a six-month holiday with a bad shoulder, do you? Which was what it could have easily have turned into. Um, but I, I think, you know, soon... I mean, people tout him as a future India captain, um, which might be a bit premature, but... Um, yeah, uh, I see in the chat, just looking through it quickly as well, Ross, and you'll like this, uh, Arsenal are 2-0 down and Granit Xhaka have just been sent off. Um, so... I, love that. I should have worn my Spurs shirt today instead of my Denmark shirt. I do have, uh, have Ericsson on the back though. Uh, anyway, um, that is good. Um, yeah, right. Pan, though, let's, let's talk about Pat. Let's, talk, let's mean... talk about Pat because this was, I think he's a little bit cooked. I don't know if that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to read too much into like one innings, uh, but we saw him come out to bat. Um, the first thing he did was run down the wicket to Anderson. And then I think he ran down the Robinson as well, um, which was odd because they were in their seventh and eighth overs. Uh, you, you know, they, they were bowling very well, but they can't bowl all day. Um, mm. You're the last recognised batsman. Uh, India probably have got very little chance of winning, but you are the very little chance. So, you know, maybe don't throw it away against the guy who's running riot at, at the moment when Sam Curran's about to come on to bowl. Um, it's, so I thought that I thought that was odd. Um, and then shortly after that, when he got off strike, I don't know if you saw this, he was shadow batting at, at the other end, not facing the the batter. So he was he was well he was in the the non-striker's crease, effectively looking at the sight screen, um, practicing running down the wicket and and playing booming drives whilst Anderson was literally delivering the ball and then he notices and he sort of spins around, and it's like um, you know it, it's like his mum's just walked in on him and he's like what. <laughs> um, Odd behaviour, I thought. Odd behaviour. Seven balls, one run. Could have like tried to go down the wicket probably four times in those seven balls, uh, and then he snicks off playing a defensive shot. Well, we've we've talked about it before in the the previous show with Dan Norcross. I kind of compared him to a Pokemon, like that, and that's what it is. (laughs) There is a bit there where uh, the guy is um, for all his talent that he's got, and and I I actually like, I really like Pant. I think Pant shouldn't change of who he is. Um, and Prashit, yeah, Prashit's put in the chat around um, yeah Pikachu, uh, Pikachu and a Pokeball. Yeah, that's thanks for reminding me. Um, but there is a bit around Pant that you sometimes have to take the bad stuff to get the good stuff. Um, but in this side of it, like Ravi Shastri must be livid with Pant right now because Pant's defensive technique, Pant can block out, right? Pant has the ability, has the talent to do what they what, at least put up some resistance today. It wasn't you weren't waiting for like this blistering counter attack. Um, from ball one. You didn't need to do that. Um, and I just thought it was a little bit, um, you kind of say he's cooked. I think it just showed his immaturity kind of in the test game there, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's obviously an intense environment to be in. I mean, what I mean is, you know, he's gone from Australia, where he was the main man, to his IPL side, where he's the main man, to a World Test Championship final, where he's not necessarily the main man, but he's certainly like, you know, when India get all their stars back, he's not, He's not Coley, but he's yeah. he's in the you know he's a big big guy, big player. A um, lot of there's a lot of um, media spotlight on him. Mm. Uh, people want him to do well. People think he should do well because he's super talented. 
uh, questionable decision in the World Test Championship final, and then he has you know a couple of weeks off in India, uh, in England, to do what he wants, and he's back into it. And then after this, he's going to be straight back into the IPL, and then he'll be in India's T20 World Cup side. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to expect of somebody who is still quite young, who um, you know. Well, it, it, it seems to be quite an irreverent personality to, to mm. expect them to knuckle down for effectively an eight-month period <laughs> and produce. Um, and, and I think you're going to get moments like this. I mean, you, you can accept that this might be part of the pan dynamic. You could try and work on on maybe his concentration or or maybe you, you need to look, and, and I'm serious here, what England do with their rest and rotation. Um, I don't think England would have put a player in, in a situation um, where they'd have batted like they did today. Um, yeah, I think, I think I don't know I, if that's true. Buy, There's I, a lot of speculation in that. There's a lot of speculation in that, but yeah, but I think I, I can buy into that. And but there is also a bit around who do you replace him with, right? So Kale Rahul's kind of in the side. I mean, your prediction is still on, mate. It's still on. You, 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 received, <laughs> you received absolute pelters for that, but uh, it's, it's still on. Um, so you could give him, yeah, you could give him the gloves. Um, they won't and, do that, I don't think. I don't but, think he's a good um, enough keeper. But Riddam and Saha, I don't think, is the answer either. And that is a bit... I don't think bringing a 36-year-old to kind of go, oh, do this, but maybe he's a real safe pair of hands. So yeah, knows? I mean, his keeping's good from, from the, on the plus side. Pants keeping's been good. And, you know, it's, he's not the first guy who's come to England uh, and struggled against the moving mm-hmm. ball. Uh, won't be the last. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's something you have to deal with. Um, he does have a century here. I think he got it at the Oval, so he'll probably be pretty happy that he's going there next week. Um, and maybe we'll see him bounce back. Uh, let's carry on through the, the Indian Trail of Tears. Uh, I don't know if you can say that, actually, to be fair, um, uh, in that context. Um, Mohammed Shami comes to the crease. Uh, this was a pretty funny one, wasn't it? And it, it really does drive home how bad England were to let him score 56 not out yeah, uh, last uh, week. Yeah, I sent out a tweet saying uh, you could fit Jarvo 69 between bat and pad. <laughs> Um, on that, but like Moeen Ali, I love Moeen Ali. Like, he's a great bowler. I think he's a really good bowler. I think he's a great bowler. He's a really good bowler. Um, and the ball that he bowled is a great off-spinning delivery, right? You want to bowl that kind of thing. But Mohammed Shami getting out in that fashion, you're just like, what are you doing? Like it, it was, it was almost like he's premeditated. I need to get forward here, and he's just like well, not I think playing he, it. You basically just saw that he's not a very good player, I mean, yeah. which, which <laughs> makes which makes the way England bowled to him and the fields they were saying to him like, a, like even more astonishing that. Yeah. That, that you could effectively let that guy... All you, to get Shami out, all you need to do is bowl at or near the stumps for about 25 balls. And like, looks, occasionally he'll hit 25 off those 25 balls. But that is, is, that's his kryptonite. It's the most obvious kryptonite you can have as a batter. He, he can't protect the main thing he's supposed to protect. Um, <laughs> so don't bowl bounces at him and don't put all the fielders on the boundary. Just bowl at him like he is the player that he is. And they did today, and it, and it lasted eight balls for six runs. Yeah, he's, he's, he's regressed to the uh, regressed to the mean, isn't he? Like he's, he's back to eight well, balls per dismissal. I saw someone tweet tweeted that ball, replied to one of our tweets, being like, "Oh, our Chris Martin Taylor is back." And flipping heck, it was in this test, wasn't it? We got six two one zero in the second innings, uh, and we had o a o three in the in the first. So, I mean, like, I look, I know the the batting wasn't necessarily loads better. Um, well, it wasn't second innings, but uh, it's still. A bit average. Um, and yeah. then, and yeah. That... There was a bit, there was only like Ishan Sharma in there. I'm not, so I haven't caught up with the one that you talked about with um, Dan yesterday. But Ishan Sharma was kind of off the boil this whole test match. And people were talking about whether Shardul Takur was in there. 
But again, would it really made that much of a difference? He is probably their own, like one of their only swing bowlers rather than a seam bowler. Um, but again, like in in that bit, just the bat, like as typically as an England fan, their poor batting in the first innings obviously cost them the match, and you can't you can't regain that. You can't regain where you were, and I don't think well, you can be blaming that... Shami Sharma. Siraj no, 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 absolutely. I mean, it's just what has just the thing we're talking about today because there's yeah. only there's only 25 overs bowled because it all the you know they India lost. I think it was eight for 63. They were on track to match the the 10 for 75 from the first day, um, which was pretty good going. Um, yeah, and it, and it is it is. I mean, that's the that's the key point, isn't it? We'll talk about the Robinson Pfeiffer, I think, in a sec because we haven't quite got to that. It's the next wicket. But if you if you are bowled out for 78, um, it doesn't mm. matter if you have a really, really good... I mean, like yesterday is about as well as it could have gone for India. It was a, like a 9 out of 10 day. Maybe they'd have wanted to score 25 more runs uh, to make it a 10 out of 10 day. But anytime you're 200 for two, basically, <laughs> you've done well. Uh, but they were still minus 139 because mm-hmm. the, the first innings had gone you know, so disastrously. And then and for once in the series, England had batted pretty well. Uh, or not for once necessarily, but for once people other than Root had batted pretty well. And it is, yeah, like you say, it's an irretrievable situation. You can't be, you can't be asking your tail-enders to dig you out of a 100-run deficit um, yeah. going to the second inning. So I think, to, you know, to be honest, India are all out for 278 here. That's probably about par. Um, you know, if, they, if, if, if they'd got 278 in the first innings, England would have been under pressure the game would have been slightly more moved along. I, I, I don't know. I don't know whether England would have batted the way they did. I don't know if India would have bowled the way they did. I think mm. that it would have been quite a close test match. It, it is the damage was done before lunch, really, on yeah. on day one here. Uh, anyway, Ollie Robinson he picks up his Pfeiffer, gets Ishan Sharma. Um, we talked about him a little bit earlier on, uh, but um, he he looks the business. And we've got we we had a question in from Twitter. Yeah, from G. Does Robinson have priority over Broad for the Ashes now? Now, we don't... I think we try and go out of our way to not talk about the Ashes when, all the time when we're talking about England, but it is, you know, it is actually now only two tests away, uh, and that will be a selection decision for England to make. Uh, if you're in um, the artist formerly known as Ed Smith's shoes, um, would you would you be taking Robinson, or would you be picking Robinson for the 11 over, over Broad? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think there's just that bit around... Or- in Australia, obviously, the pitch is a little bit harder. They bounce a little bit more. Um, Nasser Hussain made a point that Ollie Robinson has now played in the three consecutive test matches and we've already run the majority of our first-line bowling attack into the ground anyway with, with <laughs> more kind of poor management. Um, so you do wonder if he will get a rest. But it's, it's really difficult, right? England are there to win test matches and we've got loads of injuries. So actually, we're trying to use the battery of bowlers that we actually have available. Um, I think Robinson does go in ahead of Broad and purely on the fact that Broad's injured right now, isn't he? Like, yeah. and, and like coming back, it's, it's difficult to dislodge someone. He's what, he's, is that two test fifers now in, in this series? I think he's um, got, I can't remember what it is. It's, it's 20 something wickets in five tests um, yeah. at an average of 19. So, and, and the, this lineup, as much as people were going to criticise, like, yeah, as much as people will criticise saying some of these Indian batsmen are out of form, they are good players, like really, really good players. Mate, and he, anytime and Rohit Sharma, Pajara, Kohli, uh, a three of your five wickets. You know, yeah. you, you've earned your you've earned your paycheck. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he kind of reminds that people, you, you you compared him to Glenn McGrath. I kind of he's got also that Stuart Clark thing about him. Like Stuart mm. Clark used to cause absolute havoc against England, but he just has that bit of the like kind of Ryan Harris kind of thing. And can put it there, put it there, and can continue going. And I think in Australia, that is how 
you do the business when you don't have a Mitchell Johnson bowling 95 mile an hour rockets? Um, I, I mean, I think Mask asked this on Twitter as well. He said, where would we rank Robinson among the England fast bowler contingent? From what I've seen, he'd be second after Anderson. And I, I think possibly we haven't seen him away from home. But what you're saying there in terms of being able to put it in an area that's always going to be dangerous, I, I think rings quite true. He's the England bowler, more than Anderson, I think, who after the ball gets a bit older or gets a bit softer, looks the most dangerous, I think. Because just the area he bowls, just the height he has... Uh, asks a couple of different questions and a couple of questions you don't get asked very often, even if you are an international test bat- batter. Uh, there aren't that many people that are as consistent as him. There aren't that many people who are as tall as him. I think was it we all, we've all we've done this stat before, third highest release point in world cricket. Well, that's that's an unusual thing to deal with. Um, and I, I'm sure Crickvis have, have done some you know analysis of where he's pitching the ball and he's like hitting a good line and a good length way more than any of the the contemporaries in the England side. Um, and uh, that they are they're like tremendously useful things to be able to do if you want your game to transfer to different different environments um, different climes basically and so I think it's really exciting watching Robinson bowl at the moment um, we've covered on this show how he's done some pretty unsavory stuff so he's not the easiest guy to root for necessarily but you had to admire the skill you had to admire the skill and, and, and I think if you're an Indian fan here sometimes you just have to hold your hands up and say we met a guy who was having a day today and, 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 and they did, they met, they walked into him. Yeah. <laughs> so someone who is uh, struggling to have any kind of day is uh, Sam Curran. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this question in the chat. Is this from Vidget? Mm. Um, Sam Curran. Well, he didn't bowl today, did he? Uh, which was probably the right decision. Uh, I saw some people and this is that there's some mad England fans out there who are like, we should give Curran the new ball instead of Robinson. Cause he swings it more. So you, you don't do that, mate. <laughs> you don't do that. Paul, Paul Collingwood swung it quite a bit. <laughs> you go, there you go, mate. You, you, Paul Collingwood bowls better with a swing of ball. Of course he does. Like, of course he does. Like, that's the bit. But Sam Curran is not in the England team just to turn around and be like, oh, can I please have the new ball? Like, that's not his job. Yeah, Virat Kohli hoops it, but you know he doesn't. He's not like stand back, stand back, Boomerah. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Uh... Um... And and he's probably got the ego to, to actually do that if he genuinely believed that he could pull it off. But it's um, yeah, I I I, I, I you, if you're an England fan, you really want Wokes to come back for the next match, don't you? Um, yeah. Uh, Sarah's just seen your question about IPL replacements. There's a video we've recorded that. It'll be out tomorrow. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. Uh, which is a good time to remind people to like and subscribe as well to to this if you're watching online. Um. Yeah, the innings wrapped up then, Ross, 278 for 10. Uh, Mohamed Siraj doesn't trouble the scorer. Craig Overton picks up his second wicket, uh, giving him figures of 47 for three. Pretty good test match for him. Good return to the yeah. side from, from his point of view. Um, and he was the first person, the um, Jimmy, so Jimmy, I watched the interview afterwards, and he was the first person that Jimmy Anderson actually raised. So I know that Robinson clearly bowled well. Hmm. But actually, Overton has gone away and improved his game. He's bowled really well in the championship. He's been what, what in the top three best bowlers probably in that side. Definitely in definitely in terms of um, pace bowlers. And it's good to see the old farm boy like doing <laughs> doing the heavy lifting and get, kind of getting involved. And, and they were good wickets, right? The wicket to get uh, the ball to get Jadeja out today was w- would have troubled most batsmen. And Jadeja's no mug oh, yeah, with yeah. a bat. It was a really really good delivery. And yeah, like you can look back with a lot of pride in this game and contribute with a bat. So watch out, yeah, Sam I- Curran. Well, absolutely. And I think um, 
you know, if you're James Anderson, probably the reason he said that was because in the first two tests of the series, I think where England have really let themselves down are the, the backup bowlers not putting the same amount of pressure on the Indian batters as Robinson and Anderson have been able to do. Um, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, Anderson probably thinks of the rest of the bowlers as wingmen, basically, doesn't he? He's got one solid wingman in, in Robinson. If he's got another wingman in Overton, so someone else who, who the ball goes to, and Anderson's not like, well, this person's, you know, I've just got to hope for the best and hope they don't lose the game before I'm fit enough to bowl again. <laughs> like, um, then it's got, it's, you know, it's a bit of a weight off his shoulders. We were talking about the stats in our chat about how he tends to be a less good second innings bowler. Maybe if they can take the workload off him in the first innings where he has to like bowl England back into the game half the time, mm. you can see those stats even now. It's got to be good for him, really speaking, to, to bowl in a bowling unit where actually there's a threat from from three of the four bowlers or instead of two of the, the yep. four bowlers. Uh, and it looked like Overton was doing that. Um, should we quickly talk about what this means for the rest of the series and then we'll do any questions i think we've done the ones from twitter but if there's anything in, in the chat let us know now we'll, we'll maybe get to a couple more if you you've got anything burning um, yeah a bit i think from my point of view jack it sets, just obviously sets it up quite nicely the england india series are always close especially in england it wasn't so close when we were playing in the sand pit in ahmedabad um but the piece here like i like there's questions now for India after the last match. It was almost like they 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 peaked right. They literally went full like the win at Lord was absolutely mega for them, and it's like they had the nine day break and it's kind of like they I don't know were almost trying to justify that high of continuing to go on that high. And I think just got a little bit complacent in this Test match. You saw even from the bowling unit of them like some of them just looked a little bit leggy. They looked they were up against it. Shammy impressed. Um, but I think there will have to be, as you were saying earlier, some of the England rotation policy applied to this India side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would be surprised, to be honest, if we see um, Sharma in the next test. He looks off the boil. Um, I, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I, I, because India only had the bowl once and because England bowled India out so cheaply on the first day, there probably doesn't need to be as much rotation as, as, as there may have had to be. Because the the you know instead of it being fifty overs in people's legs, it's thirty or thirty five. Mm. Um, but you do. I mean, if I were India, I'd I'd want Ashwin back in the side um, pretty soon. I think. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I'm still not convinced by Shard or Tucker, if I'm honest. But there are there are Indian Indian fans out there who think he's he's an answer. Um, and it's going to be good at the Oval. I'm I'm going to a couple of days, so mm. uh, I think. I think I've got I've got day five tickets. I'm not sure we'll have a day five to to be brutally honest, unless it's some weather. <laughs> but um, yeah, it should it should be good. Um, we will do a proper test recap, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. Actually, we're playing, aren't we? We're in finals day on Monday, so it'll be Tuesday, and we'll uh, preview. Come on, the LCC. Yeah, we'll preview um, the next test, the oval test. Um, and if you're if you hang around on our YouTube channel. Um, and we might put this out as a podcast as well. Uh, we'll have an IPL replacements pod. Um, I think me and Dan, we quickly run through the nine IPL replacements. Dan gives his marks out of 10. Um, it's it's all good. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in, the, the people who did. The, the, we yeah, you're, are, the, you're the real Indian fans. <laughs> we're incredibly grateful. Uh, I'm just checking. There's no questions in the chat, but thanks for Swad, to Swad in for the super chat. Um uh, we will be back. Yeah, when we're back. Cheerio. Thanks for watching, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network.